Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, hello. Hello.
Hey, 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 it's December 5th of 2018, and I'm just gonna sit back and wait to see if anybody shows up. So I know the recording started, and, um, you know, this is common law wise words. So we'll see if anybody shows up here in the next 10 or 15 minutes. Hello, Gus3. Nice to have you out here with us this evening. Uh, nobody's really here yet, so I'm just going to hang out for 10 or 15 minutes, see if anybody shows up. Hello? Hey, man, what's up? Uh, chilling. How you doing? Pretty good. Sitting here at work. Oh yeah, you got a gig going on tonight. Yep. Technical rehearsal. Christmas show time, my friend. Christmas show time. Yeah, I didn't recognize you because I don't, I don't know your phone number yet. <laughs> So, but you're kind of the first person to show up, so I figured I'd unmute you. I was you. on as um, guest three on the, um, if under participants, I'm guest three and 203-606. Oh, okay. Because so, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the website itself on the episode, so it automatically, because I've selected the episode, and it's live right now, it's automatically made me a participant in the call as guest three. Is that a laptop or something? No, it's my, my cell phone. I'm on the physical phone oh. call itself, and I'm just on the, uh, on the web browser on my iPhone. Okay, yeah, because I've... <laughs> I've kind of noticed, like, the guests, I think, are just watching from a computer, and then when somebody calls in, you know, the number comes up. Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm, uh... Oh, no, it's all good. If you got to mute yourself out or something, I'm not going to take any offense to it.
I understand you got you probably got a lot going on there with the Christmas season. Say again, my friend. I said I understand you probably got a lot going on there with the Christmas season, doing shows, doing the audio. Sorry, man. I had I was dealing with three things right there. I've just been communicated to. I've got my earbud in my one ear. I've got my communication headset on my other ear. I've got the stage manager talking in one ear. You were talking in the other ear. Can't get attention what's on the stage. I feel ridiculous. <laughs> That's technology, man. Hopefully somebody else hops on this call. Might just be me and you, huh? Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure Sean's going to show up. Uh, you know, I talked to him right before I got on on the call here. So I downloaded Adobe Cloud today to uh, start doing the videos again. Okay. So when I was looking... When I was looking it up online, I can put it onto my laptop too. I can put it onto two computers, so I'll I'll be able to work there on it go. a little bit when I'm like on the road traveling. Yeah. So, cause yeah, I have plans to be out of town for Christmas, and I was kind of thinking about, you know not getting it until after I get back because I'll be gone for like 10 days. And then when I realized that I could just take it with me, I was like, well, I'll just go ahead and get it now. I'm uh, programming sound keys right now. Trying to program one so it automatically triggers after the previous key ends. Sometimes it works when it first goes, sometimes it doesn't. Let's see. Hey, Sister Julia, we have some good news. She won the bake off. $25,000. I about that. Everyone up here wants her recipe. Make sure we get copies. Early. Everything about going at the show is. That's great. We can see. Hey, you. We're going in five, four, three, two. Hey, 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 Sean. Hey, what's up? Hey, Sean. Man. And we got Martin on here with us. Is Grubbs nowhere on? Um, uh, he should. I mean, I didn't send him a text today or anything. So Martin's, uh, you know, doing 
some sound equipment for Christmas play or something like that. So he uh, might come in and out. Tell him. I mean, I'd say most people don't even know. I'm texting all kinds of people right now while I'm trying to. I put word out on that uh, common law one on one Skype group earlier today, too. So. Yeah, it's definitely not the same as it used to be. Well, that's because we haven't been promoting it or really doing it much. And so that's a big part of it. Yeah, well, like we were saying before, uh, we got off the phone just a minute ago, and then we'll probably pick back up on it a lot as soon as the new year starts. I was just telling uh, Martin that that I got the Adobe Cloud the Adobe Cloud stuff today to mm -hmm. start back up on the videos. What the hell? Whoa, whoa, whoa. So I learned today that I can, huh? I don't know. Something's going on. Oh, great. <sighs> Telling me I gotta descale my carriage. You got a what? Have any idea? Descale it. It gets it gets like stuff in the line, and you gotta clean it every once in a while. And I'm ready for cleaning, and I'm not ready to clean it. Man, talking about your coffee. Could've waited. Yeah, I could have waited one more cup of coffee. <laughs> Suck. <laughs> Uh, Are you talking about your coffee maker? Yeah, the carriage, you know, the cup. Like every, I noticed it's been slowing down. I figured this was coming, but it won't. It won't even work. Like it won't let you do a cup of coffee once it senses that it's in trouble. Yeah, I've got a Keurig too, and it has that little that light on it. So it's like I had the one was really on now and then. Yeah, that's the one I got. See, I had another one too. I had like the hundred and like ten dollar one. I got it at a flea market for twenty bucks, brand new. And uh, I thought, well, I'll take this one to work with me. And I smashed that plastic piece thing all to pieces, man. Now I can't use it. I got a perfectly good coffee pot, and I can't use it. So I need to. Uh, <laughs> I need. To, as a matter of fact, I need that. Remind me. I need to figure out if I can get a replacement part for that, I'm sure. Oh, man. So what's been going on, Matt? Did you hear me? Oh, no. Say again. Uh, yeah, he might have right, that's cool. two or three different things. <laughs> no, it's fine, dude. I was just, I was just seeing how you were doing. Doing good. I mean, I'm at work right now. If this is my busy time, like, like, because it's Christmas season time. Sure. I mean, technically. I thought I heard the Christmas kids in the back, so. Yeah, that's what you're hearing right now. 
Grub said he'll be on in a minute. Alright, that's cool. Bill. Hold on, gentlemen. I message Bill. Get off time here for a second. Hey, John, I'll be right back. Alright. Okay. Yeah, I'm just sitting here hanging out. John, can you hear me? Hey, John. Uh, yeah, yeah. Grub says he can't find us. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Yeah, that's what. I just sent a show number. I think it's seven seven four nine three four nine, right? Um. Something like that. I just made a copy from the. I'm to get skinny on here. <clears throat> Who's skinny? Merritt Black, dude, I told you I met in Florida I like so much. Real upbeat, just happy dude, man. He reminded oh, me yeah. of like even a happy yeah, he reminded me of even a happier version of Juno's. Like he actually talks more than you and I put together, but he's a great guy. Yeah, that guy I mean, that we talked like, That guy that we talked to on Monday he said that Juno's got in touch with him or he got in touch with Juno's. Yeah. So I called Juno's the next day. Let them know that, yeah. That reminds me, did that dude, did we get in, I didn't, my daughter had the phone for the last two days that has the email for us on there. Did we get an email from that dude? The one that had uh, the one out in Colorado? Uh, yeah. Remember I told you I talked to him and he was supposed to be sending us a copy of that report and that. Yeah, I mean, I, with... I looked at it earlier this afternoon. I didn't see any new emails. The guy that we okay. talked to out in Colorado, he said that his phone got turned back on. So oh, okay. He was wanting yeah, I was to get up a different guy. Time. Yeah. I'm trying to think of that other dude's name. Was that you, Jobs? Yep, I finally I made it. Yeah, you figured it out, huh? What's that? I said you figured it out, huh? Yeah, well, I was uh, I forgot the name of your show. So I was I was searching uh word word nerds or something. So then I was finding guesses. I'm like, man. And then I was looking on Facebook, both of you guys' Facebook, but you didn't, you guys didn't post anything today, so. Yeah, yeah I you know, you. I meant to. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Sean reminded me every we day. talking right before the call. He was like, did you post like, it on ah. Facebook? I was like, a yeah. week ago? 
He's he like, he got posted the same day, man. Oh, hey, yeah. Post it now, John, on the JC Shaman thing. If you can. Yeah, with your uh, link. Yeah, because uh, I already have the thing pulled up that I just sent. Yeah, because even when I found it on the TalkShoe website, I still had to get up, get a piece of paper, write it down. <laughs> I mean, if you want to just listen online. I sent you, like, I sent you the number, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I did. Yeah, I saw the number, but I still had to write down the. I don't have the talk shoe number saved in my phone. Oh. So. You ought to get Jeff on here. Jeff. Mm-hmm. No, not that he's going to hell on a rocket <laughs> ship, Jeff. The other Jeff. <laughs> I was thinking too. Oh, oh, yeah, Grubs is Jeff. I'm like, I'm like what yeah, because I want to talk to that guy ever again. Yeah, I don't think I ever want to talk to that John guy again. If I did, it it wouldn't be very cordial. I don't think. Probably hey. it was good on my where I'm cutting back on trying to do better on some of my cursing. Hey, Groves, did you get a chance to look at that YouTube video I posted up today? Yeah, I, I was kind of like the rest of the guys. I couldn't stand more than like three minutes of it. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely Rope. insane. The, cra- the craziest thing to me is that there's an actual movement going on turning these people into the IRS. Like, like this is a real movement. It's not just in the United States. I saw a guy talking about this in Britain. Oh, really? Yeah, I did see for real. I did see other videos being suggested below that with the same title. So yeah, I figured that was the case. I'm like, man. So. Hey man, when you were in the core, did they call you Rub a Dub Grub? John's not laughing, but yeah. I thought you were supposed to have my back, John. What happened? Uh, I got your back. I just didn't think it was a funny joke. Maybe that. Maybe that. I was in the bar for two hours, and that was really funny. Mm. But I, I don't drink. So. Yeah, the bars are pretty fun. <laughs> And I've had to laugh at some of your lame freaking jokes before. Oh, you didn't uh, have to. Uh, you, you wanted to. Did you think it was funny? No, yeah. No, yeah, I did. Tough <laughs> oh. room, man. I sent Jeff a message, but I'll be surprised if he can get away from his wife gets real jealous. He ain't spending time with her. Oh my gosh. That's horrible. Yeah, I actually listened to that entire video that you posted earlier. All nine minutes of it and I just I wanted to hear everything that the guy was saying about it. And uh, I mean 
it was laughable. I found it laughable after about 30 seconds. Like, I can't believe there's people out there that would, I mean, that would do that. Like, <laughs> the, the, whatever the, happened to, the like, whatever is, happened to mind your own fucking business, you know? I, I don't know, but the thing is, is that there were, I mean, it wasn't just the IRS thing. Like, there were so many things in that video that just kind of tells me what's wrong with society. You know, the IRS, the fact that women can get paid online just just for looking cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the fact that there's there's actually a market for that is astounding to me. You oh, know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that and the fact that this dude cares about it. Like he's worried about them. Like what if they said, well, you look like a dude all he ever did was game and never got a date in his life and we think it's silly that you get paid to come online and talk it's like yeah and i mean that's that's what he was obviously jealous about is that because these girls are cute they get paid more easier you know yeah they get more money and hmm. I, they, ooh, I know what the answer they found, is they found the loophole is. i know what the answer is What's that? I know. I know what we can dub it. He, he's a lobster, man. He's a lobster. Mm-hmm. He's got the claws going on. Well, that and when the other lobster's getting ready to get out of the cage, the other ones reach up and pull him back in. Right. He's that's like, whoa, for whoa, sure. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't have any testes. I just give in to everything. So if you think you're actually going to stand up and be free, mm -mm, I'm pulling you back in the cage, man. We can't have that. Well, I mean, I mm -mm. think it's, I think it's interesting because from the mainstream culture side, like I can absolutely see why they kind of let this movement go on because, I mean, I'm sure that that is kind of an issue, like uh, women on their, you know not paying taxes and the thing is is that girls like that they're probably not that smart and intelligent anyways they probably never pay taxes so it's a way for the system to get them wrapped up and they're not going to know what to do about it you know what the interesting thing is though and i'm 99 percent sure i'm correct on this do you know that art's not taxable i did know that so now, this is what I don't understand. You have people like Dave Matthews, who's an artist. Who is African-American. Paying tons of taxes. Oh, he might have a little in him. I'm sure he's from South Africa. But, uh, I mean, it's just yeah, incredible just that you do art. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, it's just like... Okay, well, is not modeling a type of art? So these girls are modeling underwear. What's funny is, how come this guy isn't complaining about the J.C. Penny catalog? Don't those women model well, swimsuits? And what's that noise? Well, because the women I mean, in the J.C. Penny catalog pay their taxes. That would be his argument. Well, that's speculation, sir. Do you have firsthand knowledge? Well, that's one thing that I thought was kind of curious because he's like, they have all of this digital records to prove. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, where's the first-hand knowledge? 
Okay, they got digital records. That's nice. You're telling me that a digital record was never ever falsified. Yeah, like we were talking about today with the technology. Like if somebody could show me a video somebody could show me a video of somebody doing something now and I wouldn't believe it. Well, I've always you know, where's the proof that uh that I was the man or woman behind that computer terminal that, you know, did that transaction or whatnot or, you know? Well, I mean, the same thing rings true for credit cards, too. Yeah, because, I mean, most credit card offers now are through the Internet or through the email. You're not signing an actual contract with them, so there's no signature on a contract. And so, and so how do you know that I'm the actual man or woman who clicked? It? Yes, I agree that by digitally signing this, I'm, it's as if I signed it in pen. How, how do you know that that was me? How do you know it's somebody, it wasn't somebody else doing it in my name? That's the question. But the answer to that question is, well, then if it was somebody else doing it in your, your name, how come when you received the first bill, you didn't immediately dispute it and be like, whoa, 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 somebody is doing this in my name? No, you kept receiving the bill. You never disputed it, so you're liable. That's how I look at it. Well, how can you prove I, I received the bill? You know, the thing is, is that where it's, where it's going, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's going to a place where it's not going to be, you know, you click yes on, on the computer. Sorry, I really kind of see you up there. Like, like it's, it's going to a place where you're going to use some type of biometrics to consent to the stuff. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. Like some type of biometrics, blockchain. Yeah, like, oh, you mean the mark of the beast? That is actually what they're <laughs> yeah, heading towards a, at like a hundred million miles an hour. You know when I think they're going to spring it? When they move fully into SDRs? When they move fully into what? SDRs, special drawing rights. That's what they're trying to make the currency now. They're already using that for large transactions overseas. Like there's like there's a lot of countries now that aren't accepting um, the dollar in the way they used to. Well, there's some. I wouldn't say a lot. There's some that are being a little frugal. But they're you know they're going to get. They're trying to move it into the cashless system, which. They're not far from. I mean, they've got everybody addicted to friggin' debit cards. Like, I can't tell you how many people you'll see in line, and it's like everybody's using a debit card, and they're not easier. A lot of times, cash is still easier. What is it, Matt? About 3% of the currency is in, or uh, money supply is in currency? Yeah, I think it is 3%. So... Uh, one thing is, is cash is kind of easier, except when you go to use it, nobody knows how to count anymore. You know, like, know, you go dude. to give... <laughs> you, you, know, like, give those every... weird, you ever give weird amounts so that they have to try to figure it out? Well, I mean, everything's like nine ninety nine or four ninety nine, and instead of like breaking a twenty and getting a bunch of ones back, I always just go ahead and give a dollar or two dollars over. And you all know how many times I get caught up and it's like, 
you can't do that. Why not? Then they just get stuck. Because I'm not used to somebody making sense. I don't know how to give you your change if it's $21. The, the computer doesn't tell me how to give change unless it's exact. <laughs> hey, I've seen, them, I've seen them shut down, dude. I've seen them just lock up because they couldn't count proper. Casey and I were talking about it earlier today. You know, some people are too stupid to be cannon fodder for the army, and that should tell you something. It's very dangerous. Um, like there are a lot of I people mean, with low IQs I'd, out there. Who... Something I'd like to talk about is just like that guy in that video. It's like. I mean, you get these people almost on these religious quests, man, to take people down and do uh, this or that, you know? And it's like they're just spreading information that literally isn't even factual. It's just they're just making it up and they're destroying people because of their ignorance, you know? Yeah, that's another thing I thought was interesting about the videos. That guy's talking about these women in the IRS and how they have to pay taxes like he's an attorney and he knows what the IRS tax codes say. <laughs> I mean, he even says in the video, he's like, I take my documents to a professional. <laughs> I have the, pre what do you say? I, ha I have the presence of mind or I have the something i forget what he said now i don't know but i liked what bill said saying something about somebody having a decent voice and decent flow but just being dumb and have never been to school before <laughs> <laughs> like just not educated at all yeah just, well i mean it's just frustrating dude just another guy with a pleasant speaking voice who desires the luxury of an opinion without the burden of an education yeah, that's what it was. Is it's just frustrating to me, but no, I don't think Bill's on here. I uh, tried calling him and get an answer. No, I just read it off the WhatsApp group. That's all. He's playing. He's playing hard to get. He doesn't love us no more, Sean. <laughs> he will if he ever gets in trouble. <laughs> I'd say he's either his battery's dead or he's just down for the night. I know he's been working well, a lot. He's, really he's kind of old. He's really in the uh, wrong line of work because with those qualities, he'd probably do better off being a politician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had lunch. I had lunch with. Uh, Og and Charlie today, and uh, I was just Charlie was asking all these questions. And he, I mean, he is he's like a kid, man. It's great. I just I love the guy. He's, I can't wait till you meet him. <clears throat> but finally, after a little while, I'm like, dude, Charlie, it's just the same thing. It's just a simple little thing. You just got to have the nads to actually pull it off. You know, there's no formula, brother. 
I mean, I mean, yes, well, you I mean, call it a formula, but there's not a formula per se. You know what I mean? I I know what you mean. There's not a formula to pulling it off, you know. Because like, if you if you have that fear in your heart, it, it doesn't matter how right you are, how much you know, what case law you present, what books you studied. Yeah, Brian, as soon as they smell that fear, that hesitation, it's over. Brian had, you know, Brian's a really wise dude. I really, I really respect him. But he was talking today. We were talking a little bit about some of the things this week. I say this week like it's been so long already. It's just wind today. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, he's like, I'm like, you know, you can't even get people to go back you up. And he says, Yeah, well, if you think about it. He said, most of the people I've ever known, especially all, almost all the people in the Bible and then all the people that you know when they go to court, most of the time, it's either A, by themselves, or maybe with one other person. <laughs> he said, it's, you never have, hardly ever do you have, you know, many people. Like, I was really surprised with the guy we helped in North Carolina. We had like eight, right? Yeah. One day. We had eight in North Carolina a couple of times because we had it you with know. that other guy that we helped before the. And everything was kind of going so, on a really good roll. Everything was going on a really good roll. And we were finally starting to build stuff. And then the masters of disaster had to come in and mess it up. Now we have to start all over again. Build it back. Yeah, it really does seem that way that, you know, somebody just, you know, threw a fucking wrench in the monkey works, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, the thing of it is, man, is John will tell you, we had to talk about it. I knew it was coming. We knew it was coming, and uh, we just didn't expect it to be from the inside. We kind of expected it to be from an external thing. But within two months of that phone call, it's not rehashing anything. It's just saying, here we go again. You know, this is the reason. We were talking about it at lunch today with everybody's, like, together on the other side, man, and they, they don't even like each other, most of them, and they still, buddy, you know, they still back each other up and, and – do what they say they're going to do, and they stick to the plan, and they're hammering the shit out of everybody on our side, and everybody on our side. The problem is, I think too many people want to be kings. Too many chiefs, not enough Indians? Yep. They don't, it's like, I don't know, man. You can't even just respectfully disagree with anybody anymore. There's only one I don't want to be chief. I don't want the liability. That's right. I don't want the liability. Well, it's like that's funny you say that. You know what Brian said today? I was like, man, it sucks being a pawn. He said, yeah, well, a king can only move one square at a time <laughs> in chess. I'm like, well, that's a good point. And notice it's the queen who gets to go wherever the fuck she wants. <laughs> As usual. Even, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not saying anything. 
Well, behind every good man's a greater woman, right? Well, nowadays you don't know. Hey, behind every great man, it might be a woman who used to be a man nowadays. So, for a man who thinks he's a woman. <laughs> right, I was, about to say, I was about to make some Bruce Jenner jokes. <laughs> Bruce Jenner. There's a, there's, speaking of movements, there's a whole movement to make it against the law to refer to someone who's, quote, transitioned by their old name. So, oh, like, dude, they're trying to pass a law like if you called Bruce Jenner, it's like if you actually walked up to him and called him Bruce Jenner, you can be arrested for hate crime. In Canada, Great. man, in Canada, like, it's actually, uh, like, there are statutes on the books in Canada basically saying that everybody has to speak gender neutral. It, it's messed up. Canada's messed up. Woe unto them that call good evil and evil good, buddy. I mean, it's just insane. Like, whatever happened to free speech? I don't know. I've heard some other people talk about free speech lately and, and then say they didn't believe in it. I think it's a catch-22. Okay, I think it's a paradox. We ha we both simultaneously have the freedom of speech, and we simultaneously don't have the freedom of speech. Yeah, I can say whatever the hell I want, but you know what? The guy standing next to me doesn't like what I have to say, and he punches me in the mouth. You know, did I really have the freedom to say what I said? You know, I was actually a little surprised at how many people, like, I know it happens. But I really did not realize how many people get persecuted, like lose their jobs, get like fined, um, like suspended from the NFL or NBA game, like over like saying something relatively innocent. Yeah, I mean, look at Roseanne Barr or whatever the heck her name is um, when she got fired from her ABC job recently. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she said, so I don't. I don't really she, know. I think she made some implication about. I think she called Valerie Jarrett a monkey or an ape or a gorilla or something like that. Who's um, Valerie Jarrett? She was the former chief advisor to Barack Obama. Well, she's a black woman who was born in Iran. And, you know, Roseanne basically made a tasteless joke about her. And she got fired, basically, the next day. And Roseanne, who is... Like, she's legitimately mentally insane. Like, she got in a car accident when she was, like, in her, in her teenagers. When she was in a teenager, like, 16 years old or something, she got hit by a car. And she actually, because of that accident, she had to get <clears throat> put in a psych ward for a couple months. Oh, you are being... Like, she, like... No, no, she, like, legitimately has because she got hit by a car when she was 16 or something like that. She legitimately has brain and mental issues where she has to be on medications and all these types of things where sometimes where she will say things and not realize what she's saying because she's legitimately fucking crazy. And this is, she's, oh, yeah. uh, this is from her mouth. Like she did a, uh, 
she did a podcast with Joe Rogan a couple weeks ago, maybe it was a couple weeks ago, recently. And I listened to it, and it was, and she was talking about the whole scenario. She was, and she was telling the story, but like, no, I am legitimately mentally crazy. I'm legitimately, I have a mental disorder. And she talked about it, like what happened. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that kind of explains a lot. <laughs> But she's yeah, I have also... no idea. Hey, there, strangers. Go ahead. Look. Farm. Yeah, I was just wondering if she got. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering if she got on. Who me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me say something about Roseanne. She's a comedian, and comedian have been saying stupid shit like that for years. And even whatever context she meant it in, she could have gotten away with it by saying, I'm a comedian. It's what we do, you know. She didn't, she didn't use that card, but she could have. And, and then what are you going to do about all the other comedians that are still saying stupid stuff and cutting people down? But, uh, Kathy Lee Griffith went way too far, but she's a comedian, and she does vulgar stupid stuff. She don't have a job no more. At what point, I mean, are comedians and, and anybody like that going to be put out of a job? Because you can't say squat about anybody doing anything anymore. Well, it's like you're not free in Russia. What, what was that saying? You're not free in Russia till they tell you you are. And you're, you're free in the United States until they tell you you're not. <laughs> You think you're free in the United States, and they'll never admit you're not. Yeah, they might soon. <laughs> <laughs> they might be wanting to take that mask off. I think they're tired of pretending. Yeah, I think that probably started a long time back, but there's too many blind people out there to see that they don't even try to hide it. That's because the, the generations are dumbed down to the point where they don't have to anymore. Yeah, that's true. They've got them also hypnotized and mesmerized. Um, they don't have a clue. I mean, they won't even listen. People won't even start to listen to you anymore. They, you start saying somebody they don't like or agree with, they don't listen. Nope, they shut. They pull the blinds and shut the door and look at you with a vacant stare and drool you know. forms at the corner of their mouth. Yep, that's true. So have you heard anything from Skinny? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, is he aware that this podcast is back on? Did you send him a message? No, because my other phone got burned, and I lost his number. That's why I was bringing it up to you. I didn't know if you could. Yeah. I can get in touch with him. Are you guys going to be doing this back regular again? Well, I'll definitely guarantee that we'll do it next week. Okay. I'll let him know. He's a talker. I'll warn you. Hold on a second, Bill. Well, that's okay. We have a free speech zone here. <laughs> you can you can even disagree with us. I'm like, John knows like what people. I'm talking about. With what? What'd you say? 
with Skinny. I said he's a talker. He's, a, oh, he's yeah, an intelligent man, and, uh, and uh, he's ex-military, and he knows a lot of crap that's gone down and is going down, and he hates it. Hates it. Hates yeah. it. Yeah. He's uh, yeah, he can talk, but he's, he's a good kid, man. I like I like he him is. a lot. Yeah, he would fit, he is a good he'd fit really nice. Of course, I'm not sure he's as dedicated as he likes to think he is. Well, he's a little bit of a narcissist, but yeah, he's got a willingness to listen and learn, and and that that means a lot. I mean, he was he was asking questions, though. I mean, that's a start. Yeah, absolutely. You got to start somewhere. I mean, he's a he's a. I know this this band of people on here would would like him. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely uh, let him know. Can you call him now? Uh, or text him. Yeah, I guess I don't know I don't know what he's doing if he's you know if he's at work or if he's available. But he keeps some weird hours. Wherever he's yeah. at, he's talking. Who is this guy? That's that guy I told you about in Florida. He's um, Sean's stepdad's uh, roommate. And Sean and Dee uh, stayed at their place when uh, they came down for Ryan's wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that one I was just talking about earlier. Uh-oh. Shoot. Is Grub still on? Yeah, he should be there, I think. Yeah. Grub, you there? Yep. I haven't heard him say nothing, man. <laughs> Actually, uh, posting, uh, posting your show link right now on Gus's chat box. Which one? Like, is he doing a show? Because I thought he wasn't doing a yeah, show right. tonight. Right now it says Common Law, Word and Nerds Live. See, I told you he was doing a show, man. That's weird. De- called Detoothing the Dragon. Okay, I just sent out a text. I'm waiting for a reply. Don't stop playing drums. I'm not playing drums. I ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just kidding. That's just like when I was a kid, man. I got blamed for everything. You did most everything. Well, I don't. I don't count. I don't mean nothing. <laughs> you, you used to have a T-shirt that said, "Nobody's seen the trouble I've been." Yeah. Hey, John, I told you about that award they made up for me in middle school, didn't I? Um, maybe. They, uh, I mean, I didn't get, you know, I never went to class. I never did homework. So I had, like, pretty much straight Fs and Ds. Uh, but at the end of the year, they were giving out academic awards and stuff like that on the final day of school. 
and uh principal got up whom I knew well and um they, he said well we've never given we've created actually a new category at uh, the school this year it's never been given to anyone else and you know we couldn't find anybody better to start it with than this man he said it's the I didn't do it award and it goes to Sean Mann <laughs> So I got the yeah. I didn't do it award. <laughs> well, was it invented by Bart Simpson? We I actually called you Bart Simpson, yes. <laughs> I didn't do it, and you didn't see me, I didn't do a thing, or so whatever. Well, that was, I, I, I had that, sorry, it was before old Bart's time. They didn't yeah, the, but. The Bart stuff till high school, that was middle school there. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, man, that was uh, I had fun back then. I'm not sure that they thought it was fun, but I thought it was. I think I got uh, the it wasn't me award. It wasn't me award. Yeah, it wasn't me. Caught me on camera. What is that noise? I don't know. I pretty much have everybody unmuted. Oh, there's someone else. Oh, no, I thought I was muted. Sorry. Oh, yeah, man. It's like bang, 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 bang. Sorry. Yeah, every, everybody's unmuted. So if you're making a bunch of noise, if you could just mute on your phone. Because we have a free speech zone over here. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh-huh. Hee hee ha Oh, ho. I had an uncle who used to laugh like that. He had what? My Paul's uh, brother, Walter, used to laugh like that. He'd get drunk and take his twenty two out and shoot it into the ceiling and go, tee-haw, tee-haw. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, at that old company store. I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, I was in there. I was trying to pick up a chick, and all of a sudden, this loud sound went off. I look over and his gun smoking. He took it out, shot it into the ceiling. He was a nut. My guitar player and I were there. We were on our way to a gig and we stopped in to hang out with him for a little while. Right was when Ronnie was living down there. We have a pretty crazy family. You come by it honestly. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, I think all <laughs> families kind of are, are crazy when you get in the middle of them, you know. When you know what's really truly going on in the family dynamics. <laughs> I was just thinking about Chris Rock's skit where he did. He goes, you know, everybody got that gay uncle. <laughs> Remember that? No, I don't think I heard that one. Oh, it's hilarious. I think it's on Bigger and Blacker. A little little thing he was doing. It's pretty funny. He's a funny dude. Yeah, I like Chris Rock stuff. I was really surprised that that Grown Ups movie wasn't better. 
Well, with him and Adam Sandler and... Yeah, I mean, with all those people? Good gosh, dude. I thought the first one was pretty good. It was okay. But it wasn't like with those names, you expected it to rock, man. I mean, you expected that to be like... Well, it's definitely a lot better than the second one, that's for sure. Yeah, you can't really do... You know, we should probably talk about some law stuff in case people actually download this. Uh, does anybody have any law questions? <laughs> we are here to answer law questions. We are here for you. I stay out of trouble, so I don't have any law questions. It's just easier that way. Well, most people yeah. we know try staying out of trouble, and trouble just seems to find them somehow. I don't know how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I know a I know couple of them. <laughs> I think there's a couple on the phone right now. I think so. Oh, Liz Lewis here you spoke to the other night. Do what? Hey, Lewis. How we doing? We're doing pretty good. Be? How you doing? This is Lewis. We spoke uh, probably about a month ago, around o'clock at night, I think it was. <clears throat> yeah, he, he couldn't. It was a show we were doing maybe, but he couldn't um, talk on, on the show for some reason. So we ended up calling him after the show was over. It might have been like three weeks ago. I don't remember. But I remember who you are. Sean might not because he's an old guy. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> How you doing, Lewis? Uh, doing pretty good. Just working around the house. How you been, man? What's been new with you? Yeah, I've been pretty good. See, Lewis is a really this, good example of Col- somebody who was looking for trouble and he just got into trouble. This yeah, is the one that was looking guy. for it. What was that? This ain't the Colorado guy, though, right? No, no, no. This is up uh, New England area. He, like, I sent you the video from YouTube that he sent me after we got off the phone, but it was like maybe a day or two. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about now. Hey, uh, rattle home guy. You're still not muted. <laughs> I'm starting to think he's doing it on purpose, man. I'm just kidding. Hey, Matt. So, Lewis, how's it going? Yeah, man, what's up? Yeah, I'm just trying to. I was going to let you know you're still not. You're not muted. What was that? I was just letting you know you're not muted. That's when I moved my phone off the electrical box. <laughs> oh, it's still rackling that bad? Jesus. It's do what? No, I gotta mute myself out. Alright, man. Well thanks for coming out tonight, Lewis. Shoot, somebody ought to start asking some questions or at least give us something they want to hear us talk about. 
Somebody's got something on their mind. There's a lot of stuff going on in the universe, man. All right, well, here's uh, that's a question. Um, if you uh, all right, yeah, say you um, sorry about the background noise. I'm here at work. Um, <laughs> it's a Christmas show here. Um, if you had to say a, a third-party tech company that you're, you know, trying to uh, settle with, and they are communicating with you. When you've told them, "Hey, until you give, until you prove to me that you're the true holder of due course of this debt, like, um, you know, don't, you know, leave me alone. Don't communicate with me until you present me the, you know, the, the stuff that I need." Um, if they continue to communicate with you after that, would you? send them like say a cease and desist like hey i thought i told you people so so you present me with these things leave me alone cease and desist um, when you when you say you told them does that mean you told them in writing in writing yeah uh, this is presume everything's in writing and i'm just kind of speaking not really specifically but just out of, in general just generalize topic so yeah, I would definitely, you know, like Sean said, put everything in writing. And, um, you know, you always want to let them know what they're doing specifically. So rather than maybe cease and desist, I'd say stop harassing me. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can tell you right now from just mistakes of my own in the past, you're better off, you know, telling them straight out, like, exactly what you want, you order, wish for them to do. Say, look, I told you to send me a bill of particulars for what's true due, a verified, you know, bill of particulars for what's true due and owe. Until you send that, I can't help you. So, you know, and if I have to answer, you know, in the future, like I'd probably say, if I have to answer for every letter or document you send that I have to respond to, it's $500 per document. Or, you know, whatever you want to send. You could do that. Yeah, I was actually referring to um, if they made a phone call, you know, they're calling you. Same you thing. Get phone calls. Same thing. So if I have to answer a phone call, I'm going to send a bill. Like, get somebody on the phone, get their name, say, what's your name? Because I just, just say, you know, I, it, that way it doesn't get confused and, you know, I can deal with one person instead of having to deal with 20. What, what was your name again? And get their name and record this phone call and then say, well, okay, well, I'm just going to correspond with you. Is that okay? And you could try that and then just say, look, I'm going to send a bill. All right, awesome. Yeah, I found that thing I like this. One thing I like to say is the same thing that I find them saying a lot, and that is whenever somebody calls me like that, they always say, you know, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? <laughs> so whenever I can pick up little things that they do, I like to use it against them. That's when you usually say, I don't know, it depends on who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this, man? 
Well, normally that's when <laughs> that's when I'm calling them. You know, I've been making a lot of phone calls to deal with Malcolm's hospital bill. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, dealing with these people and dealing with the administrative process, it's never fun. Like, it's not fun for you. It's not fun for them. Oh, I didn't tell you about this series of phone calls. It's actually interesting you bring that up. I don't know who or what it's about, but there's this, it's the same voice. They'll call me about once every three weeks. The phone will ring. I'll say, hello. And they'll go, who am I speaking with? I'll say, you called me. You should know who you're talking to. Well, you, I need to talk to you about something. Well, what do you need to talk to me about? Well, I can't tell you that until you verify who you are. Well, I'm not telling yeah. you who I am until you tell me who you are. Well, I'm not telling you who I am. Give me, are you going to tell me who you are? Are you refusing to identify yourself? I said, oh, no, I'm not refusing to identify myself. I'm just not going to identify myself until you tell me who you are and what this is about. Well, you have to give me your social before I can do that. I'm like, you're not listening yeah. very well. <laughs> you know, I think I saw a Channel 4 thing on this the other day telling me not to give out my social security number on the on the cell phone or the telephone, along with right. any credit card numbers or anything identifying myself to strangers That's I don't right. know. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like, I told, I told her, I'm like, you know, every time you call, I tell you the same thing. It's... There's so much fraud out there. I so said, I'm not refusing anything. I'm just saying until you verify who and what you are, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving you any information. Information is not free, lady. Well, even if they, if it's somebody you don't know and they call and they say, is this Sean? And you don't ever say yes because they will record that spoken word and turn around and and use it as a scam to get to get money out of your bank account and do all kinds of stuff and our police department just posted on facebook the other day about a social security scam around right now so do not do give your social security number ever 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 to anybody well, they're out of luck anyway. They don't have a bank account or a social security number. Yeah, but I, I'm just using you as the example. Um, and um, Mike uh, was getting calls from somebody claiming they were his bank and that there had been some fraudulent charges, supposed fraudulent charges against his account. And he said, well, wow, what a coincidence. I'm walking into my bank right now. Who are you? I'll come and talk to you. And they hang up on him. So, yeah. Another good one is uh, if they try to get you to identify yourself, you say, well, this is, uh, in my case, Port Charlotte Police Department Fraud Division. Who is this? And they'll hang up quick and in a heartbeat. Those guys are all scammers. Yeah, I was That's actually watching a YouTube video where somebody came up with an app to, uh, like, pick up scam phone calls like that, and it would actually talk to the people on the other line and be like, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> 
No, I'm interested yeah. in what you're from. Please talk to me longer. I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> it's like, Dude. Back, uh, I guess it's good. Do I have to travel to the Bahamas to get that money you say I won? I was listening to this old uh, comedian who's back in the... Oh, it's been a while. 15 years or so, and he he got a call from, like, somebody trying to solicit, you know, carpet cleaning and stuff like that, and he's like, oh, no, 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 this is great. I'm really glad you called. Um, can you guys, are you guys really good at getting... You know, stains out of carpet, and he's like, "Oh yes, sir!" Like we use the da 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 da. He lets him go on. He goes, "Uh, I mean, this is a really bad stain. Uh, like, I mean, I mean, it's got to be really tough." And the kid's like, "Oh yeah, yes, sir, absolutely." He goes, "Well, I mean, what kind of stain?" He goes, "Um, well, let's just. Can you get? I mean, can you get? Can you get blood stains out of the carpet?" And the kid's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you got a couple little stains, no, 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 no." I've got a pretty big stain on this carpet. It's a pretty big area, and I need to get it clean. By, I mean, tonight, like right away, I need to get this carpet completely clean. Can you get rid, rid of all the blood stains, like where even those ultraviolet lights can't pick up the stain? Uh, hold on a second, sir. And he puts his manager on. He's like, uh, sir, there's, you've got a blood stain on the carpet. Oh, yeah, I busted my nose, man. I got a little bit of blood and some coffee on there where I spilt my coffee. He goes, we, you know, and he had this other kid looking stupid. His managers, it was pretty funny. I'm not doing it justice, but it was funny. You can have Apparently fun with There's somebody from a 708 area code that had their hand up. They might have a question. I unmuted them. Oh, hey, how you doing? This is Tony. Oh, hey, Tony. How you doing? Great, great. Hey, all right. So I'm dealing with my HOA, and they wanted to I put up a pool in my backyard, and they wanted me to fence the entire area. So the city only requires me to put up a fence around the pool, which I've done, but they wanted me to put up a fence around the entire yard. Now, I got there three years before this even came into an effect, and I've had a pool in my yard the entire time. So I've tried to go back and forth with them. We've had, I don't know, 25, 30 emails back and forth and had meetings with them, ended up getting nowhere, and now they want to go to arbitration. So I just don't know if there's anything that I can do because I've already signed the deal before I bought the house saying I was going to abide by their bullshit. Um, was it, was it already, was that already in there? Prior to me moving there? No, it came in three years after I moved in the fence deal around the yard. But you, I mean, there was a homeowner association when you moved in. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I mean, in my, in my opinion, you're going to have to kind of, you're going to have to kind of play the game a little bit because I mean, this is kind of what you signed up for, you know. Like, it, and the only reason I've just been dealing with a there's a project that I'm working in, and the, my customer is actually the president of the homeowners association. And I mean, man, they're pretty. They take like they'll take their stuff to an attorney a lot of the time. To make oh, sure they, they they've done that. Yeah. Yeah, they've already I mean, taken. They've already got. It. They've already got an attorney signed up. They've already got the arbitration set up. I have to have, you know. 
Triple A sends you a deal where they give you five names. You go over the five names. I can ixnate two of them, and I put the other three in order, which I want to, you know, I choose. But, I mean, what they're going to do, the only thing they can do to you is fine you and then put a lien on you for that amount for when you move. I mean, there's not if, – if it is it one of those homeowners so, – like, are these, like, apartments or condos, I mean? No. No, these are homes. Okay, because, like, you know, they'll have something like you own the house and everything on the outside or the, you know, they that they're responsible for. And then, like, you know, some are, like, you know, they own the land. I mean, I don't – it depends on how your, your thing reads. Right. But I mean, uh, yeah, part like, of the homeowners association. It when, when they when when they sent me the the deal for the arbitration, they sent me a letter saying that I had to respond by November 29th to deny or deny the claim or not. So I ended up denying the claim, but I spoke to the woman from AAA who, who sends out the names, and she said I should have another opportunity for a counterclaim. <laughs> Now I could have a counterclaim of discrimination because they seem to be doing whatever, whatever they like, whatever they wish to do. They seem to be doing. Um, they've they I mean, told is me. Is there anything I, in the agreement about the pool specifically that reads that way? Uh, well, at three years after I got there, they put it they put it into effect. Yeah, before I got my, you know, I've always had some sort of pool in my yard, meaning a little blue intech pool. And now I put up an, a, a, you know, a above-ground pool. Um, so I have the I have every email ever written back and forth between me and the HOA, and they told me exactly the steps I needed to take to get rid of the covenant in the HOA. I went to the steps that they told me to do and get the signatures from the homeowners in the in the neighborhood to get rid of it. And in the end, they said they didn't like signatures because the people weren't on the note. Like if a, a wife signed it and she wasn't actually on the note for the home, so the the husband had to sign for it because he's the one on the note. <laughs> so after that, um, uh, let me see here. Uh, Uh, I don't know. I'm lost right now. So you don't think well, there's mean, anything those, that I... I mean, I don't know how John feels about it. I mean, but when you move into those, I mean, those little things are like a freaking fascist little rule, man. I mean, they're pretty hardcore. And they... Oh, uh, yeah. Really I'm, I'm finding that out. A lot. Yeah, you really do surrender an awful lot of your... Right. You know, after uh, after after about uh, six months to a year of dealing with this, we had a meeting, and that's when they brought the lawyer in for the first time, and he told me that I needed to have seventy five percent of the signatures of the mortgage holders themselves to also change this. Now they've changed rules themselves just by getting signatures from the homeowners in the in the neighborhood. Now I would think that they would also need to have the mortgage holders' signatures to change anything. If I need it, why well, don't I mean, they? That should be, in, that should be well, I mean, because there's the power structure there. But, I mean, ultimately, there's a couple different things you could do. Um, I mean, of course, it's just my opinion. But sure. you could, you could uh, 
I mean, the first thing I would do is I would read that agreement really, really, really closely to see what exactly they had to do to enact a new rule, what, you know, what was the process, see if they adhered to the process, because, you know, if they're going to be a stickler for rules, right? Because, I mean, like, just for instance, that was a big hubbub down here with these people that I know down here, and basically these women had been on the board since the place was built. And uh, they just pretty much didn't really – turns out they weren't really following the rules. They were just doing whatever they wanted. And then it turns out that they're only allowed to serve two terms, and they, here they were there for 18, 19 years, basically just doing whatever they wanted. And now this new guy got on there, and he's actually reading and trying to do, you know, what's on it um, and how it actually reads. And everybody's getting mm-hmm. pissed. But I was going to say – you could also run for office. I've tried, I did try that as soon as they opened it up because when I bought, I bought the house, I was the 12th house built in the, in the entire neighborhood out of 87 homes. And when they gave us the HOA, I ran immediately, and I didn't get on. Um, but I would just read it really, really, really close because, you know, you can get them on, you know, beat them at their own game by saying, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, we're going to talk rules here. You guys didn't do this. You guys didn't do that. You know, would you oh, agree with that, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, it's kind of a complicated issue. So, you know, some homeowners associations, like if it was created when the actual neighborhood was created, sometimes was. what they'll do is like, uh, so a develop, a developer might still own the land. You know, so. Yep. They they can basically say whatever they want to say, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know again I would kind of take Sean's advice on on going and looking at the rules because you know if there's a grandfather clause in there like you know you already have the structure up, um, you know before they made this rule and well that's that's uh, my whole point know, that's. Yeah, that's been my whole thing the whole time is I should be grandfather. I've had a pool in my yard the whole time before this ever came into effect. And well, now they're saying you, because... you can say should, and I agree with you there. Really it's just yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's you're you're gonna have to uh, like when you get into a homeowners association, uh, you know, you don't have complete rights right. to your property. Um the homeowners association basically has control of it um, and they can tell you what to do and and they can enforce it pretty well as also um, so I would definitely look at it from that point of view and I would I would read over see if they're breaking any rules something that struck me as interesting and I, I just wish for some clarification on this you said that uh, you know you could maybe do a counterclaim for discrimination what's the discrimination like is are there yeah. other people in the neighborhood that they're not making put a fence around their property oh they they've made okay well they have gone and like i said they told me that i needed to get per, you know signatures from the mortgage holders themselves now i don't believe they got mortgage holder signatures when they went ahead they went through the same process that i went through to be able to change the covenants so they put out a letter to the neighborhood 
and they didn't get the signatures they wanted, so they sent another letter out, and then they sent another letter out, and they finally got enough signatures to change whatever they wished to change. Now, if they did not go ahead and get the mortgage holder signatures, why did I have to get the mortgage holder signatures? I went through eight months of this deal before I found out I needed any mortgage holder signatures. I have every email from the beginning going back and forth, how do I change this? And I went step by step with what they told me to do. That I even wrote the petition, how they told me to write it, and then they told me the neighborhood didn't understand Wait, it. Who's I wrote down what you told me. The, the homeowners association asked a uh, board. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't take this wrong, but like you're asking the enemy on this how to do it. I, I when it when it first started, we were not in control of the homeowners association. The homeowners association was in control by the developer. So that is who I originally went to. We had to get, um, I believe it was 70% of the homes built in the neighborhood before they would relinquish power to us, meaning the homeowners. So the developer yeah. was the person I called. They're the author of the, the letter, the whole entire thing. They're the author of it. That's why I went to them to ask them exactly what it meant and what I had to do. Um. I mean, if it were, I mean, I don't, and maybe you already did. But I would just, I would read and find, I mean, the thing about those kind of agreements is a lot of the time is, uh, oh, look, this word doesn't say what I think they thought it meant, you know, and, or, or something like mm -hmm. that. I mean, those things can be a little ambiguous sometimes. They're usually pretty good about covering their butt. You really do sacrifice quite a few rights to probably yeah, yeah, yeah. do yeah, oh, but, I, I um, figured that out. But, yeah, I mean, you're – that's – I mean, that's how I would handle it. I would just get in there and read that thing, and I would go through it. I mean, there's got to be something in there about a grandfather clause because you've got new people moving in, stuff's getting updated. I mean, they're going to have to, you know – adapt amend things of those natures and uh you know they may have something in there well okay there is no grandfather because you know they want everything uniform um those places are weird man is there any way but, to get out of the arbitration that they want me to go into now well i mean you can always i mean yes capitulating you, you know i mean, I mean I, if, I, if you start going ahead and and putting up a fence, then that's going to take the controversy out of the situation. There's no need for arbitration. Correct. Because I, I mean, going into well, arbitration, I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel good about it at all. Sitting in well, with somebody who's going to go. Hey, uh, how you guys doing, guys? Can you guys hear me? I'm, I'm, a, I'm this gentleman's friend. Hey, gentleman's friend, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah hi, I'm Stan. It's a pleasure to be on the line. Um, one of the things that I, I, it struck me odd is they told him to get the signatures that he needed, and he went around and got the signatures that he needed, and then they told him that uh, the signatures don't count for anything. They kind of ixnayed what they said and went back on it. Well, yeah, yeah, what is, that in, is that in the rules? You know, yeah, like that's if, what I was going to say. What's did in the they agreement? just say that, or is it written down somewhere? Because if it's written down somewhere, you can definitely do something about it. it it's kind of like... Um, what the gentleman was talking about earlier with, uh, you know, if people, third-party debt collectors calling you and harassing you and you tell them this or you tell them that, 
And Sean was like, well, did you tell him verbally or did you tell him in writing? Like, if it's in writing, you can definitely uphold it. If it's verbal, then, you know, okay, so somebody lied well, to I, you. And even though that's wrong, it's not going to be it won't upheld. Matter. Yeah, well, I have the original email of when we, we emailed the developers concierge for the HOA telling them exact asking them exactly how do we get rid of this fence covenants this rule how do we get rid of it and he we have his original email when we started this whole process so anything I will have everything in writing so did you go around and get like all of your neighbors signatures to basically say we're going to revoke this rule correct we got that we needed 67% of the signatures of the homeowners that were there. And at that time, and that's it was what it says 50, in your agreement, people. your homeowners agreement. Yeah. Uh, then I'll like, like, like I, with that. Yeah, they're going to have to adhere to that then, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, in the end, what they did, so they said that six of the signatures that I got were no good uh, because they weren't on, they were not on the note for the home. So, what they ended up doing was then they sent out letters to everybody stating it differently than they had told me to write it down in the petition. And now I have like 17. So because they said people didn't understand what they were signing and it was uh, the one guy brought up a girl scout cookie deal, you know, like, Oh, you went to the house and so they just signed it for you. Oh, it's not my fault. You just sign your name off to any goddamn thing. You, you know, because somebody walks up to your hey, house. You should have read it. You should have read it. Yeah. <laughs> This doesn't matter. They got it signed, and if that's in the agreement, then they're going to have to honor it. As because if they, if not, it's like we're going to have anarchy, man. Yeah, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. So it's going to be horrible. So you think my original signature should be good to go? Well, I mean, you know, if it's if it's the actual homeowner, if you got the signature of somebody who just lives in the house and their name's not on the note. No, no, that's fine. I, I, you know, that, that means I could work on getting the appropriate signatures that I need because I would only need a few more signatures. Uh, yeah, then that's that's what I would probably work on because if that's yeah. the rules, I mean, you know, that's basically what we've been saying. Look at the rules and get them at their own game. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to play their game. The game. And this yeah. uh, homeowners association is definitely one of those times. So if you know, you got 67% of the people, the homeowners, and their name is on the note, um, then, you know, that's democracy. That's how democracy works. And that's, and that's exactly what, what a home association yeah. is. I mean, you think about it, dude. If you, I mean, you, it, it could be a hard thing, though, because, I mean, if you think about it, one of the main reasons people do homeowners associations because they don't want people painting their houses pink, and they don't want this, and they don't want more right. left in the yard. Like, like my yard, I keep tons of, like, it's, anyway, they don't want that, you know? Like, they don't I want understand, yeah. And stuff and, so, I mean, that's why they move there. So, but there's got to be a way, like, like we're saying, you know, read the thing. Like, if there's one word, dude, you can change this whole thing with just because one word didn't read what the way they thought it or use it against them. You're just going to have to be really, really um, thorough and, you know, and well, that, I mean, honestly, that other than that, or just build it. 
from my point of view, it seems like you already got like a good thing in place. If you just have to get a couple more signatures and you can accomplish that, um, you know, yeah. those are the rules. That's these are the rules to the game. We won fair and square. We got all of the signatures. Yep. The, there's no conflict at that point. Yeah, they can't do anything. And I would. I would look for that grandfather thing because I'll guarantee you there has to be. I mean, unless yeah. I'm just – and I can't see a lawyer. Well, well, well here, here – no, I understand. No, here, here's here's where they're saying that I, I'm the reason why they say I'm not going to be grandfathered in. When I put up the pool, I told my wife, "Don't get a fucking permit. I'll fight the city on it. I don't want you to get a permit." She went and she got a permit behind my back. Now they're saying that is the date of my pool because of the permit that was issued for the new construction of the, you know, because they wanted to have a permit there. Okay, I mean, you know, regardless of how the permit issue works out, if you have 67% of the people saying that you have the right to have that pool and you have the right to not only have that pool, but, you know, not have a fence around it. I, are they are they able to rescind their signature? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, people can rescind their signature. Well, then it doesn't matter because they've already, you know, they've already sent letter after, you know, they sent letters. Well, maybe I think they sent one letter out for for this because they didn't care about the outcome, but they sent four letters out for themselves when they wanted something changed. Because it's, Here's what you do, man. If it means that much to you, I would go door to door and say, hey, you know, I want to talk to you about this. Here's the deal. And what happens when you know, and as you're approaching the house, look for something you know has been on in the front of that house for five years. You know, sure. like however long you've lived there, and go just think like that right there is pretty important to you. You've had it there. Like, what happens if they just arbitrarily just come up and decide, well, we're going to change that? You may or may not agree with it, but wouldn't you like to at least have the voice to change it? I mean, the homeowners association was created to serve us, right? Like, yeah. that's what it was created for, and use that argument. You know, like everybody thinks the Constitution's form. Oh, it was created to protect our rights. Well, it really wasn't. But, you know, the Homeowners Association probably was to a degree. So, and and John's right. I mean, it's definitely set up like a democracy. I mean, it really is. It's definitely socialistic. So I would uh, just read it as thoroughly as you can and uh, – I mean, if you get stumped on it, I think we're going to try to do a show every other week or something. Of course, you can send us an email. We, we're not attorneys or anything, but I don't think we'd mind sure. answering a couple of questions or something for you. All right, cool. I appreciate it. Yeah, no yeah and just so that everybody knows, that email is jcandshaman at gmail.com. So that's jcand at um j c a n d s h a m a n at gmail dot com so we uh we got another individual from a four o seven area code and they have their hand up i was that uh Tony, did you get your huh? all right thanks a lot. I appreciate your time all right thank oh, you for no coming problem. out tonight. 
right. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. I wanted to ask that guy, because I live in Florida and we have a lot of uh, laws where pools and fences are concerned, I wanted to ask him, first of all, why they want him to put a fence up, and secondly, why doesn't he want the fence up? Is it a matter of finances that he doesn't feel like he should have to pay for a fence that he doesn't need or want? Down here, even if you have a pool that's inside a screened-in large patio, you still have to have a secondary fence around the pool with a safety gate on it uh, because of children. Uh, being able to get into your your pool and drown. And so I was going to ask him, is this fence, it, are they saying it's a secondary safety issue or what does his community or county or city or whatever he lives in that sets the statutes for those safety measures, what what do they require? And can the Homeowner Association go against what the city might require. Yeah, I mean, the Homeowners Association absolutely, the Homeowners Association can absolutely, but only if it, only if it, like, uh, like uh, if the city says you have to have two of these, the Homeowners yeah. Association can say you have to have four, but they can't say it, you have to have one. <clears throat> No, but you you get what I'm saying. If he's only got a fence around the pool, uh, no, I understand exactly what you're saying. I yeah. was just talking about. I was answering one aspect because you were asking him questions. I was just answer. I was yeah. just answering the aspect of the city. Yeah. Um, and and man, wouldn't that? I mean, what is? I mean, if you checked with what your insurance company is requiring, a lot of insurance companies require them to have a fence around them with a gate anyway. Yeah. Have you checked with your insurance company on that? He's still there. Muted. Is he still there, JC? I was muted. He, yeah, he he was there. Like uh, he he literally just left. So. Because no. I'll bet still... you. I'll bet Didn't you. He... That if he checks with his insurance company, they're going to tell him it has to be uh, fully gated and or fully surrounded with a fence and gated anyway. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, I meant to, I meant to say really, that I forgot. Yeah, there's some really funky laws because so many kids have been able to get into people's pools and drown, and uh, especially insurance yep. homeowners insurance uh, play a big part in that. But then insurance again, they play a big part in everything. Yes, they do. Dude, they but run police departments. People wouldn't even realize they dictate a lot of police departments' policies. A lot of workplace policies, period. You know, I used to work in insurance, so I know their dirty little deeds. No, 
about, man, homeowners association, you couldn't pay me enough. You couldn't give me a free house in a homeowners association. I wouldn't take it. They, they are their own little uh, Napoleons, <laughs> you know. I mean, that's what they. I mean, that's what they want, though. I mean, that's people. Yeah. And that's why you they agree to go that. do those stuff. Yeah, you buy into that when you sign their contract. They pretty much have carte blanche uh, over everything you do. That's why I say I don't like being owned that way. I, I would never do it. I don't know. People do it every day. You trying to act like a United States citizen. <laughs> hey, They'll I'm telling you, the same, same thing, no different. Yep, yep. It's actually worse. <laughs> yep, just on a different scale. Didn't you have somebody down there in Florida, one of your friends going through something? You were going to try and... I mean, it's probably been a little bit. I thought you had somebody that was going through some issue and you were trying to get them to come on the show or something. Um, pertaining to DCF. Um, Is that what it was about? Case, yeah, that case got dropped as of yesterday. DCF closed their file on that case. But it was really mm -hmm. sticky wicket there for a while. I'll tell you about yeah. it probably later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jason. Oh, uh, yeah, what's up? We got anything going? Anybody else? Um, oh, I got a text back. Skinny is uh, out on a job site somewhere, so uh, he won't be joining us tonight. I'll get him up here next week, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know that we're doing one next week, though, are we? Oh, uh, no, I said that I'll do one right next now. week for sure. I, I don't know. About oh, that's right. That, that's right. Yeah, I'll go that's ahead right, and commit to one next week. Hey, Mom, are you in the, uh, you're not in the WhatsApp group, are you? In the what? WhatsApp group. I don't think so. No, you know Should if you I were. Be? Did you ever, yeah, did you ever, well, you, you should be if people are going to end up talking on there, and they were for a while. They've been a little quiet until today, but there's a, uh, I don't know, if do you have WhatsApp on your phone? No. You should download WhatsApp on your phone. Okay. And then we can put you in the group, and then you can ask questions, read things. We we post in there sometimes. It's another avenue. Of okay. Resource. I'll check that out. Well, does anybody else have any questions about law? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess not. Well, we'll get it back up and running, man. Been a little while. Grub still on here? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, I yeah. Don't... Okay. You want to talk I about anything? Like Why don't you ask some questions, man? Line. You got to ask some questions about something. <laughs> Uh, you might, you might as well take advantage of it. <laughs> well, that's the only question that was on, on my, on my mind currently is what we talked about earlier today. But well, yeah, I guess you got your stuff going. You want to talk about that? Live. I want to get into the forty-five, forty-six hundred download, lady. Too late to get into it tonight. <laughs> but I mean, we are. I mean, really, man. I think somehow we got to address cognitive dissonance because I mean that's more dangerous than fraudulent courts. Because if you have a whole generation of people that don't even realize what fraud is, what yeah. does it matter? You know what I mean? Like you can't even talk to people; they don't have a clue. All that stuff's got to be addressed. And we can do that and still take questions like these things matter. Uh, it just amazes me that we put out really great information and we got, what, 700 downloads last time, JC? I haven't looked at it in a while. And then somebody else yeah. down, puts out really crappy information and gets like 4,600 downloads just because you can get a free motorhome. It's like Heather Antucci goes to prison. They all get found guilty, and they still people still do. Yeah, I mean, I I find that kind of amazing. I I'm pretty amazed when I watch these YouTube videos where people get pulled over and they're, you know, reading off the case law. And of course, all of these YouTube videos in the same way with them getting ripped out of the car by the police. And it's like, if if I were gonna do something like that. I would at least want to see it work once. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if I watch somebody do something 50 times and I never saw it work once, what would make me think it was going to work out any for me? I believe they have a uh, a definition for that, don't they? Well, Einstein's <laughs> definition for that was insanity. All right. Well, it was only Einstein. I mean, what does he know? Maybe he's hoping, really... hoping to be the first one to pull it off, and then they can go viral on YouTube. Yeah, they're not going to pull it off. <laughs> that one dude we were talking about, we were really worried about him getting hammered. Um He's not going to end up coming on a show again, so I'll go ahead and tell you. Uh, he was facing 100 years, and what JC and I told him to do got him the ability to only get two and a half years. And we we could have got him zero years if he had stayed the course. And we understand why he didn't, even though, well, we comprehend why he didn't. We don't really understand it, but. He only he got two and a half years. He was facing what in about a hundred, like ninety or something like that, JC. 
It was a lot. I mean, I don't remember exactly how many years he was facing. He had the attention of the assistant attorney general of the United States of America. (laughs) Yeah. I remember when he told me that. I just started laughing. (laughs) He's like, what, what? That was a first for me, too. I never heard anybody. Uh, Washington, D.C. is actually coming down to deal with you, man. I was but like, no, that, that's he, just probably where his office is. <laughs> they told me the guy's name, and I Google it, and I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> He's banned, dude. But he, uh, he was one of the people who did the leans and, um, in that Knoxville group. And, uh, I mean, he's a a great dude, man. He really is a good guy. He's got a great heart, but it doesn't matter. And if he hadn't listened to us, man, he would have gotten slammed. As a matter of fact, his attorney, when they were getting ready to sentence him, said that was one of, he's like, you know, we didn't even, I didn't even tell him to do that, Your Honor. He just took it upon himself to do that. So that really, really helped him. Um, so I'm, I'm happy he didn't, I mean, I'm sad he got that much time, but I'm also glad he didn't get what he could have got. Cause one of his other compadres got 50 years, a couple others got 30 years and a couple others still got one got 15 and another couple got 20. One, I think is still on the run and I'm, it's actually been suggested that he may have ended up killing himself, which is really sad. Wow, man! I mean, he was, dude. He was facing, he was facing some serious time, man. I mean, he's, I mean, what they did, you can't do, and I mean, and that just falls into that. I'm the beneficiary crap. Like whoever's listening to this right now, and whoever will listen to it, you are not the beneficiary of their system. They did not create it for you. I never understood that argument either. It's like you get on the phone, you'll talk to these people like Heather and Tusi and all these other people that follow that motto. It's like, oh, well, they're they're horrible, they're liars, they're evil, they're fraudulent, they're twisted and wicked, and they trick you, and they try to, to steal everything, and they create this fraudulent world. And they created this system just for me so I could buy a $200,000 motorhome. It's for my benefit. I'm like, see, you really created all these evil, wicked people, created a system that would help you pay all your bills off without having to work. Yeah, that, that's, 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 that's logical. Um, and sometimes you can just think about things like that, man. But you, you can get hurt. So whoever's listening, I think John agrees with me on this. Don't, don't play the, uh, I'm the beneficiary or do commercial liens on judges or public officials and stuff like that. You're just going to get in trouble. Yeah, actually, uh, one of the next videos I'm going to make, I'm going to go down and get a bunch of case law on what has happened to people who have done that. And um, it's going to be tied in pretty well with some other things, but and a lot of yeah, I mean, a lot of people do teaching very dangerous things, dangerous concepts. 
And because enough people are not out there really looking into them and going and doing their own research and going down to the law library and saying, is this for real? You know, they they get caught up and they get in trouble. And, you know, the man who, uh, who all Shaman's friends are following, like the man who wrote a book on what they were doing, you know, they published that book. You know, they they advertise like the other side advertised that book. You you don't think they knew what was going on, right? They just let them dig for years. They let those guys all dig and dig. Um, oh, you know, and it kind of it's kind of funny too. Like it's not like a big preaching thing or anything, guys, but. I was just thinking about, you know, the book says, and common sense would say, you know, money is the, the love of money is the roots of all sorts of evil. It doesn't mean money's evil in and of itself, but, you know, you think about it, it's selfishness and greed and then irresponsible because you don't want to accept responsibility for mistakes you've made in the past, like, and believe me, I've had to eat some of my own mistakes. Even even right now, I'm dealing with an issue, past mistake that I made. And uh, it sucks, but at the same time, you got to be honest with yourself because the worst person you can ever lie to is yourself. Um, you just kind of, you know, if you make a mistake, you make a mistake. <clears throat> you just learn from it and grow from it, like, What's his face? I can't remember now, but, you know, Yoda, that's who it was, said failure is the greatest teacher of all. And that's true. I mean, you, if you're pretty smart and or have some good common sense about you, man, when you, you screw up, you try to learn from your mistakes, that's the best teacher you'll ever get. Cause you, you know, you absolutely know doing that didn't work. So there's no, you know, you don't have to wonder. So it's a really good teacher. With that, I yield the floor, Sir John. (laughs) I was just adding to that, uh, you know, I used to skateboard, and I never learned anything if I didn't fall. (laughs) You learned it really fast. Right. You're like, I don't want to do that again. (laughs) Next time, I better hit that kick flip and land it land it good. <laughs> I learned a lot of lessons the hard way in my life. But that's how it goes. Yeah, I think if there was ever an easy way to do things, I always took the other route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the easy way? What's over there? What's right. behind that door? <laughs> What's behind that door? That's funny. But uh, the, when you take big risks, sometimes you get big rewards. And other times, if you're gonna if you're gonna be stupid, you got to be tough. All right. Yeah.
anybody have any more questions, anything else to say before we call it the night? It's getting to be about 1040. Not here. Well, before we go, you up? It's just funny. I was, he just chimes in. Not me. I'm like, he still lives. Well, before we go, I'd just like to uh, thank everybody for coming out tonight and supporting, trying to get back up on our feet again. So, and like I said a couple of times, for sure, uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. Um, I'll be traveling out of town at the end of the month. So, you know, the day after Christmas, we definitely won't be here. And we're just going to kind of play it by year until the new year. Cool. So does New Year's Day fall on a Wednesday? Do what? Does New Year's Day fall on a Wednesday? I didn't understand you. Something about Wednesday? No, it's it's January 2nd, but I won't be in town on January 2nd, so we definitely won't be doing a show that day either. Yeah, I mean, you might as well take off for the holidays. Most people aren't going to be wanting to listen to us on a holiday. (laughs) Yeah, we'll give them another week to sober up. Yeah. Or, yeah. Hey, if you guys, whoever does pray, if you guys could just keep a buddy of mine and, uh, your thoughts, man. I mean, he woke, he woke up yesterday morning. His daughter, he's got three daughters. She's real young, got a couple kids. And she ended up, they put her on some sleeping medication that made her walk in her sleep. And she fell and fell in a way that it cut off her ability to breathe. And before they found her, she was brain dead. So, you know, here she was in her early 30s. And even behind a family, so if you just keep that that whole group of people in your thoughts, that'd be awesome. That's sad. Yeah, that's like five people. My neighbor died, not the old man, the, the woman that lived downstairs had a heart attack. I had all kinds oh, really? Of yeah, I've had all kinds of people die, like five or six people in the last two weeks. I know that they're all in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. It just starts making you and I wonder. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> you really start to realize uh, how short life is when you get my age. The vapor appears for a minute. Yep, absolutely. Much like this phone call. <laughs> it appeared and yeah. we're going to disappear here in just a second. All right, man. Well, thanks, everybody, for coming out. You're welcome. And uh, try and get more people on. Let everybody know we're doing it again. Maybe they'll want to learn. Next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Cool. Well, 
Try to recruit some people, people. Ah, people, we'll people. Do. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night, night John boy. See ya. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.